0: Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
1: Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi everyone. It's good to be with you as we continue a theme started yesterday. And as we said yesterday, we are speaking about the need for us to identify ourselves with Jesus' crucifixion and then recognize the fact that he's not only our substitute in death, but he needs to be our substitute in life also. And it's really an issue, Juni, of seeing how great God's love is for us. And we spoke from yesterday regarding his love, 1 John 3.16. We know the love, his love that he laid down his life for us. Another verse that we read was 2 Corinthians 5.14 and 15. For the love of God of Christ controls us, having convinced, having concluded this, that one died for all, therefore all died, and he died for all, that they who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and rose again on, on, the, on our behalf. By this, this is 1 John 4, 9, By this the love of God was manifested in us, that God sent his only begotten Son into the world so that we might live through him. Now, this is, this is very encouraging scriptures, but at the same time, we, not, we must be aware that there's an enemy trying to persuade us otherwise. For example, John 10.10 10 says, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And we mentioned yesterday that because of God's love, well, let me read that verse in Galatians one nine, Who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us out of this present evil age according to the will of God and the Father. So we see, in a sense, everything is a battle, but we must rely on the word of God, that he loves us and he went so far as to die for us. But we need, and I think too many of us don't, don't relate to his death as being our death. Even though it happened 2,000 years ago, it was in, in a specific time and place. But yet, it, has, it was an eternal moment that we're still enjoying the benefits of it. So we need to identify ourselves with Jesus' death. We started by reading Isaiah fifty-three five yesterday. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Romans 4.25, he was delivered up because of our transgressions. Romans 5, 6, For while we were still helpless at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. And we closed yesterday with Romans 6, 3, Romans 6, verses 3 to 6. Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead... By the glory of the Father, even so, we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man, which is our old nature, was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. Junie, that's such a powerful portion of Scripture. Romans 6 is so powerful, but he died that sin should no longer have an effect in our lives. We are no longer slaves of sins, but we're bondservants of our great Lord Jesus. And
2: that's why we need to be born again, Shelley, because when we're born again of his life, his spirit his resurrected life lives in us which enables us to not live according to our flesh or what we think or feel or desire but learning to yield our will to his spirit that will enable us to be living in substitution yes, of his death, because his life brings life in us and through us, and that changes us and everything and everyone around us, even if nothing changes. Shelley,
1: that's right. That's really powerful. I'd like to point out something that the Greek word for newness in life, the word newness, is kainotis which means life of a new quality. It's not newness regarding time, but it's different in nature from what it was. And we need to ask ourselves, is our life as believers different than it was, dramatically different than it was before we knew the Lord? And that's why baptism is so important. So, Judy, it's really easy to understand the substitution involved But we need to identify our death in the crucifixion. Again, I said before, there was a specific time and place where Jesus died on the cross. But many events must be considered as an eternal event, which still is as effective today as it was 2,000 years ago. The crucifixion of Jesus gives us the freedom to be that new creature and live in newness of life. In Romans six three, as we read, is that we, our old, were baptized into His death. And verse six says, our old man, our old nature, was crucified with Him. And again, Second Corinthians five fourteen fifteen. I know we've said it. We'll probably say it again. If one died for all, all died. And he who died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died for them and rose again. This is the word of God. Maybe we don't feel that, but we need to understand that and this is the truth of God's word. In fact, it says in Romans 6, verse 11, Likewise, you also reckon or consider yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Are we really identifying with Jesus in his death, so that we might identify with him in our life.
2: And what that means practically, Shelley, on a daily basis, if we desire to do something, that we question if that is identification with you, Lord, in your death, because God's life is holy, and we might want to do something That's not holy. really. And God is love. And we might be feeling something that's not love. We might be feeling to get back with someone who hurt us. And that's not God's life and identifying with what Jesus did for us already on the cross. We need to begin to live it in word and in deed. By yielding our will to the resurrected Messiah Thank you, that Lord. lives in us when we're born again.
1: It's really true. It's enormous, Shelley. Oh, it's it's incredible, June, but it really needs to become reality in our life. He was our
2: substitution in death and in life.
1: Really glory. So Romans six eleven, I want to repeat it. Likewise you also Reckon yourselves dead indeed in to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. As Christ died, our old nature, our old man died with him, for it died in his death. How do we reckon? What is reckoning? Well, it's considering. To reckon ourselves dead to sin is to account our old nature as already crucified. According to Watchman Nee. A beautiful, incredible Christian, a Chinese Christian. This reconciliation is an attitude, as well as an action, and an attitude is a certainty maintained all the time. In other words, it's not just an event, but it's an attitude that we have to live with. And the the consider it's not a consideration of the mind. We need to see it's a persistent constant, as you just said, Junie, a day-to-day consideration that we need the power of the Holy Spirit to work the work of the cross in us. For our old nature was crucified through our identification, and we need to reckon it by faith. You know, without faith, it's impossible to please God. But if we maintain that attitude, not just recall the the, uh, crucifixion, But if we maintain the attitude that we died with Jesus on the cross, our old nature will be powerless as if it was dead. And that's what we're with, the place where we need to come to.
2: And then, Shelley, do you know how we live? A joy-filled life of repentance. We would be recognizing our own fallen nature and desire to see the substitution in our life through the Messiah's death on the cross and his resurrected life that lives in us to be our life, no longer living in our own sin or our own propensities, but allowing his life to be lived in and through us, flowing out of us.
1: Oh how I desire that, wow, Shelley! What freedom that is, Junie! Well, Galatians five twenty four says, "Those who belong to Christ have past tense." Those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh, with its passions and desires. And let me read the amplified version of Romans six five. For if we have become one with Him by sharing a death like His, we shall also be one with Him in sharing His resurrection. by a newness of life that we could live today. May May we take that word of God and make it an ultimate reality in our life and live consciously that we are reckoning our old nature dead to self and have come into the newness of life.
2: And you know, Shelley, God has a purpose. And his purpose is good. And his purpose is eternal.
1: Yes, Lord. And
2: we can find that purpose when we really allow what Jesus has done already. Hallelujah,
1: yes, Lord. To be
2: effective in and through our life, yours, mine, and every listener.
1: Yes, we lift up our listeners along with us, Lord. Yes, Lord. We want a demonstration of that newness of life. Please, Lord. The old man is dead and buried.
2: Hallelujah. But the
1: new man is raised up in newness of life. Yes, Lord. Demonstrating Jesus is alive together through us. Yes, Lord. In Yeshua's holy name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening.